0: once again we bring you the thrilling adventures of the shadow the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil these dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay Kimball was that aged, wealthy eccentric to whom the press always referred to as the monkey woman. Her mansion stood in the woodlands within earshot of the Lotus Park Zoological Gardens, and she acquired her weird title by her extreme and fanatical devotion to the monkey tribe in all its shapes and sizes. This obsession brought her only pleasure until one windy night in late April. She and her companion of years standing, Miss Lottie, were closing the drapes against a sudden chill.
2: After seven, you know. She's late for dinner. Now, now then, Lottie, the girl's barely twenty. Have a bit of patience, won't you? Patience, indeed. I've little or no patience with her, and I won't pretend I have. Frankly, I think it's downright nonsense, you having a French war off and living in the house this way. Do you, Lottie? I, I do, mean. indeed. You know nothing in the world about her background, and for my observations, it's none too desirable. Oh, don't be a fool. I don't like her ideas, I tell you. She's got a head stuffed with nonsense. She's a young girl who enjoys life a little. Personally, I like it. I'd scarcely want another gloomy face around the house. If you're referring to me, Miss Teresa, I'll have you know that I'm proud of being a respectable woman with some sense of... <gasps> And listen to them out there. Just listen. And hear them well enough. Only too well. They've been carrying on that way for the past hour. If you ask me, it's an outrage to have that zoo so close to a civilized... Oh, house. really, Latte, you're a trifle ridiculous. You don't like collecting. and you resent the animals. I'm too sensible a person to waste affection on... Oh, her. you're too much of an old maid to tolerate any creature with any vestige of life in it. Stuff and nonsense. If
1: you
2: listen very closely, you can hear my friends chattering to each other. Where my nerves are shreds. The monkeys are the worst of the law. Oh, how can you? Really, how can you, Lottie? When you look at them so little and cunning. <laughs> little and cunning? Ye gods, I've seen some over there as tall as a man with faces meaner than sin. Oh, how silly you are. The big ones are like the little ones. They're just overgrown babies. What's that? Oh, There's just someone at the door, Lottie. Probably Colette. Who's there?
0: Mrs. Kimberlin, please.
2: Well, who is it, Lottie?
0: It's a man. Well,
2: just give him his skin. Show him in.
0: Evening, Mrs. Kembleman.
2: Oh, it's you. Well, this is a real pleasure. Lottie, is Mr. Palmerston. He's the head keeper in the Lotus Blues Monkey House. How do you do? I do well enough. But I wish you'd do better and keep that menagerie of yours from yowling its head off.
0: They are a little noisy this evening. But I'm afraid they have a good reason for it, Miss Lottie.
2: What do you mean?
0: Now, there's no need for getting panicky. You can rely on the park guards. They'll retake him in no time. Retake who? The mammoth conga wape we got last winter. The old man of Calamondo. He escaped about an hour ago while we were cleaning his cage. Crushed one of the guards pretty badly. There's doubt that he lived. Well, whatever did
2: you people do to upset him? Upset him? He's one of the very nicest monkeys I've ever known.
0: Now, look, ma'am. We didn't do nothing to upset him. I've been around monkeys all my life. And if you ask me, it's the most dangerous ape that ever swunk from a tree. Oh,
2: Mr. Palmerston, how silly you sound. Maybe I sound silly,
0: <laughs> but I'll tell you this. You both better keep indoors and see with your doors are locked until that beast is back in captivity.
2: Well, I appreciate your concern, Mr. Palmerston, but I'm the last person on earth to be afraid of monkeys. Perhaps you don't know it, sir, but I have a will there in my desk made out in favor of the monkeys of the world. It's true, absolutely true. Can you imagine such a thing?
0: Face zipper is all I can say. Well, I've got to be on my way. My work's cut out for me this night. I suggest you contact the administration officer. You need help in a hurry.
2: Oh, I don't think we will, Mr. Palmerston. Don't be
0: too sure, Mrs. Gimble. Oh, my heavens. Now we're in Fort Becet for we'll
2: be killed. I know it. All of, All of us. All of us. What are you doing with that house foam racket? Mm-hmm. I'm calling the gardener's cottage. For what? I'm going to get Mandis to come in and protect her. Put it down. Put it down at once. But, but- Mandis is the gardener and he will remain in the gardener's cottage where he belongs. He's not allowed in the main house. I've given him... You heard me. Colette doesn't like the man. I don't know why, but I do not wish the poor girl to be upset. She's had a hard enough life. She'll have a harder life if the old man of Talamanda walked... <gasps> what? that? Quiet. Who's there? What was that? Who is it? It is me, Mrs. Kimball. Oh, Colette. Fandor, what's that noise? Oh, it was a chair in the dark. I stumbled over it. What's the matter? Well, nothing, nothing at all, my dear. You're a little late, aren't you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I was shopping. There were so many pretty things I could not leave. Did Miss Lane phone me? No. She said she was coming over this evening to talk to me about a job. She would call if she could not make it. Well, Then she's coming. There's no phone call from Miss Margot Lane, was there, Lottie? None I know of. Well, then you'd better hurry upstairs and change, hadn't you? Oh, I would like to, but I'm afraid the dinner will spoil. You just hurry alarm. We'll wait. You are so kind to me, Mrs. Kimball. Oh, nonsense. Just get to move on. I was so afraid you were going to tell her about the escape, Lottie. And why shouldn't I have? Because she's young and imaginative. My sister, Lottie, she doesn't understand monkeys the way I do.
1: Coming over, I hate to drop in unexpectedly.
0: What on earth is that? Just oh, the
1: zoo, it's there beyond that fringe of trees. Oh. As I was saying, Mrs. Kimball's been awfully nice to the girl, but I think she'll be better off with a job and a independence. Yes, most people are, I've
0: discovered. Oh, where's the doorbell?
1: No doorbell, that's a knocker. Oh. oh, I see. Well, use it.
0: it won't have to. Why not? Don't you hear? Somebody's coming to the door.
1: Somebody's running to the door.
0: Yes, what's going on? And. Hey! Why don't you look where yes, you're. I was looking, but I didn't expect a flying tackle. Who are you anyway? Excuse me, will you? Wait a minute. What's the rush? I asked you a question. Yes, who are you? What's you... the deal? You? This young lady happens to be a friend of the family. A well, so do I. Funny. I take you somehow for a second story, man.
2: <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm a very good judge of character, Who huh? You come with us. All right, friend. I'm better. Hey, strength
1: of an animal, that guy.
0: You suppose he's robbed
1: the house? Come on, we'll see. <laughs> oh, man. This is Kimball. What happened to I'll tell you what happened to
2: her. <laughs> Please, like that great beast got in and strangled the life out of her. Beast, what sort
1: of beast?
2: An ape broke loose from that accursed cursed zoo a Lower over an hour ago. He's prowling the countryside. He broke in and murdered I'm her. not so sorry, he did. The love of heaven, that out being. That doesn't prove they killed her. I heard the sounds from below. Not very clearly Lapis. Besides, those sounds could be imitated. By who? By a man. In my experience, that the human animal is a good deal more cruel than the lower order, Miss Cranston. A man would have to be pretty powerful to do a job like this. I agree. I agree completely. Manders.
0: What?
2: Manders the gardener as any beast i've ever encountered but he wasn't even in the house uh, just
0: a moment this manders mrs Kimball. see a chap with sandy hair and a jagged scar across his forehead yes that's right then he was in the house
1: what we crossed his path as we came in but i've just deeply a him entering. maybe that's the reason he was leaving in such a hurry but
0: he didn't have a much sounder reason well,
1: at all events the matter quickly
2: settled. where are you going to the library to phone the gardener's cottage in demand that young mr manders put in an immediate appearance mm. Out there, he couldn't miss it. Hello! Hello! Probably can't work up the courage to answer it. Very well, I'll go down and lead him back by the nose. Well, now, will you look who's coming up the stairs? You certainly made yourself scarce, I must say. Now, listen to me Colette is dead. Pretty little Colette. Somebody killed her. Was it you? Did you do it? The idea of insight frighten me now. I'm not afraid of you
0: at all. It's one little business. Ah! And now the shadow sound of the violence on the stairs reached the bedroom where Colette had been strangled. Lottie was too terror-stricken to move, but Lamont and Margot dashed out into the hall. They saw nothing at first. The landing was deserted. And then Margot saw something lying in a broken heap at the foot of the stairs. Lamont, look. Mrs. Kimball. Mrs. Kimball.
1: Lamont, something terrible has happened. Get a doctor.
0: Get a doctor. It's too late for a doctor to help her much, Margot. You mean... He too. He's done in. Just like Colette was. Oh, no, no. Easy now, Margaret. We've got a nasty job on our hands. All right.
1: Who is in killed
0: I don't know. The same hand committed both murders of that, I'm sure. You
1: think it was this Manders? Possibly. And just as possibly, the eighth.
0: Except for one rather contradictory circumstance. What's that? If you notice, the windows of Colette's room are all closed and locked. Which means that if the ape entered that room, he entered it from within the house. Seems hardly likely to me. Me either.
1: Then Mander's looked like the guilty man.
0: I haven't decided about that yet, Margot. I have decided about this. What? High time the shadow made a call on our muscle-bound friend. Yes, but where will you find him? Very probably out there in the gardener's cottage. Yeah, man is speaking. Yeah. What? What do you mean? How? When? You must be nuts. You're kidding. Well, you better be kidding. I'll fix your clock pretty, that's why. You heard me. Why, that lousy. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that laughing? Who is it? the shadow Manders. where are you come out and let me look at you you can't look at me i'm in arm's reach of you but you can't see me what goes on here what do you want from me a confession 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 of what murder murder huh what's the gag mrs Kimball didn't think it was much of a gag when you broke her neck and threw her down the stairs <laughs> you're up the wrong alley Why should I knock off the old lady? There's just the possibility that she left you a few dollars in her will. She wanted to collect and clear out. You're way off, boy. She didn't leave me anything, not a dime. She didn't make that much sense. What do you mean? Well, the old crow was going to leave all her money to the monkeys. What? Just what I said. She was going to leave every suit of the monkeys of the world. Until Colette come along. And then? As I understand it, she was just about to make out a new will, splitting the dough between the girl and the baboon. And there's the motive. You killed them both out of jealousy and hatred. You've got me wrong, boy. As far as I was concerned, nothing was too good for a car. What's coming from the big house. say you are, Mander's. I'll attend to whatever's wrong. Meanwhile, the shadow will be watching you. <laughs> What happened? Lottie. Where is she? <laughs> My heart. What happened?
2: She went
1: down to the kitchen to get me some coffee. I
2: was just about to switch on the light when I, I heard a noise behind me.
0: There he was. Who, oh, Lottie?
1: The old man of Calamando.
2: Broad as an ox to the face, that could scare the evil out of Satan. What did you do? I screamed and heaven was with me. The suddenness of his fright. He went out through the window in one wild jump. You definitely me. saw him? Oh.
0: Obviously, it's time we got in touch with the zoo officials.
1: Is yes, indeed, sir. There's
0: a phone here on the second floor, isn't there? It's
1: down the hall, in the library, yes,
0: sir. It's an inside room, isn't it? No windows, I mean? No, oh,
1: sir, it has no windows.
0: Good. I want you to lock yourself in there and stand by for any calls from the zoo officials. Yes, sir. And don't budge out until we get back.
2: Where are you going, sir? Miss Lane
0: and I will drive over to the park headquarters.
2: Oh, you're not going out there in the dark, are you,
0: sir? I'm afraid we have to, Lottie. This is all the earmarks uh, of an emergency. excitement. But if it's all the same to the gods of adventure, i just as soon have a human opponent. Now, here's the car. I'm sorry, wait. What's the matter? I saw him. What? Who?
1: I saw him. I know I saw him.
0: The old man of Calamundo? Yes. He's scaling the wall up to the second floor balcony. You're certain? Absolutely. Monty's in that second floor library. Come on. It's the third floor window.
2: Miss Lottie. Miss
0: Lottie. It's not Miss Lottie. It's Manders. Manders. Yes. See, there's his shadow against the pane.
1: He's fighting with someone.
0: Someone is with the ape. With the old man of Calamanto. See, there's his shadow now.
1: Come on, look. He's picked
0: him up. Manders. He's swinging him over. Oh, his Manders, head. get out! <laughs> Manders. Come on. Manders. Uh, Manders. Uh, Manders, we're here to help you. good. Uh, no, no, no. Did he? Let me alone. Listen. I want to tell you. Tell us what? Blueprint. Blueprint. Yes. the study. Yes. <laughs> yes. only study in the house, Margot. This is
1: where
0: Miss Lottie was waiting for us. The ape must have gotten to her first. Well, here's the desk. And the blueprints. Blueprints of this house. Look, see? The rooms are all marked. Dining room, second floor library, Teresa's room. Look at this. Cousin Lottie's room.
1: Cousin?
0: Cousin?
1: I never knew Lottie was a member of the family.
0: Well, now you know it. Surprise! Yes, here's another one. Cast your eyes over this. It's a blueprint of the floor plan of the cellar. Yes. You see here? There's a whole section of that extends underground for a hundred feet beyond the boundary of the rear wall.
1: Yes, you're right. There is. What do you guess is down there?
0: Couldn't say, Margot. The shadow is free to take a look. Forget it, Miss Lottie. Why did you add Mandis to the list? Hadn't there been enough murder to suit you?
2: He died hard, didn't he? The bloody business, wasn't it, Palmerston?
0: Plenty. Lenny, what's so good about that? Why did you hate
2: him? I didn't hate him. I loved him. Huh? And I thought it was mutual. I didn't realize he was playing me just so he could sneak into the main
0: house to see
2: collect. told me he loved me. He made me think
0: so. (laughs) You believed he loved you.
2: Why not? Is that so impossible? I thought he was all mine. That all I needed was money. And he belonged to me forever. And when I told him over the house phone that I'd engineered Colette's death, I knew right away he'd been deceived. That he was my enemy. And that he'd get me for killing her. Because she was the woman he loved. All right, so
0: okay. You got the skits the hard way and it's all done. Yes.
2: Take your money and go. Here's all the cash I have. A thousand dollars.
0: Don't strip yourself, Miss Lottie. I'll trust you. Don't trust me. Take
2: what's yours, Thomas.
0: What's mine, Miss Lottie? You ain't got to give yet.
2: Explain yourself more fully.
0: I'm not unreasonable, lady. But as the only living member of the family, you'll come in for a nice couple of millions. And I think considering my efforts with the ape. I should come in for a 50% split.
2: Too bad you said that, Thomas. However, if you'd like to take the $1,000 and go, I'd be willing to overlook it.
0: Do me no favors. I've taken a big chance here, Lottie. I've emceed every murder with my own hands.
2: Yes. What did you actually do? You took the ape out of the cage and steered him at gunpoint. I could have done that, too.
0: Only you didn't know it.
2: But I know it now. Miss Lottie. (laughs) What? what are you doing? He's opening the cage. The old man of Calamandos needs exercise. Come back. Get back. My gun. You'll find your gun in his holster, sir. I took the liberty of removing it. No. Yes, this is it. You're in my hand. I wouldn't try running. He's quicker than a tornado. <laughs> you have a kind of choice, Palmerston. You can rush me or wait for the ape to rush you. It's an ugly choice. A bullet or a hug from our... No, please!
0: Please, stop him! Stop
2: him!
0: <laughs> will take that gun, Miss Lottie. Now then, back. Get back, old man of Calamando. Back! What is, what is this? <laughs> who, who are you? I am the shadow, invisible to your eyes, but here to serve the ends of justice. Oh whatever you are, you saved my life. I've saved it, Palmerston, only to accuse you of murder.
2: Back. Get back, old man. Back. You don't back. understand, boy.
0: I did nothing. I was only following her orders. You rotten right. liar! Silence! The plan was yours, Miss Lottie. You've been content for years thinking that Miss Teresa's ridiculous will bequeathing her money to the monkeys of the world could easily be contested and broken when she died. However, when Colette appeared and was about to become a beneficiary of a more reasonable will and testament, you knew you had to act fast. You plotted the ape's escape with Palmerston, and then, with its aid, killed the girl in Teresa. Keeping it housed down here between its crimes.
2: How did you know this?
0: I discovered it with Manders' help. Manders, the man you also destroyed out of jealousy and because you were afraid he'd expose your murder of his beloved Colette. And don't come any closer on Back. Time you went back behind bars and stayed there permanently. <laughs> I have an idea that's exactly what's going to happen to your two friends. <laughs>
1: No, Lamont, it makes me a little
0: ill to think of the cruelty of that animal. Don't be ill, Marco. The old man of Calamander was never expressing cruelty. He wasn't? Oh, not at all. He was expressing a kind of primitive love when he squeezed the life out of his victim. Really? Really. He loved everything except a man with a gun. Whatever he loved, he killed.
1: That's love?
0: Early primitive love.
1: Well, it's improved a little down the
0: ages. More than a little, my lady. More than a little. Is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. All names and places are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Listen again next week, same time, same station. When the shadow will again demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs>